this morning. While that prayer is continuing, I want to invite you to take a moment to look across the hall here this morning, to walk across the room to somebody perhaps who you don't know yet, whose name you don't know, and just say hi, welcome each other, find out a little bit about the family that's gathered. So I know it's going to be chaos for about five minutes now, but I'm, I'm okay with that. Are you ready to accept that challenge? Take a moment, get up then, let's start by getting up. Walk across the room to somebody that you don't know. Come on, let's be brave. Say hello to somebody. Introduce yourself. Find out where they live. Just welcome people. Go for it. Hello. More pictures. Because otherwise you can come to church week after week and just know a handful of people, can't you? That's really good. So those of you at the back, if I could ask you to come and take a seat, that would really help us. Thank you. Still just waiting for one or two to come and sit down if that's okay. I need you to do that because we want the kids to do that and if we're not setting that example, (laughs) haven't got a hope. So kids, can you come and sit down with your mum or dad? That's good. Israel, can you just pray for me? Um, Can you give him a mic? And pray for us that we'd hear God's word to us today. Heavenly Father, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Father, we thank you that we're in your house, gathered as your people. Lord, our hearts, our souls hunger and thirst for your righteousness. We thank you that it's your love that has brought us here today. And Lord, as we come to hear from your word to be uh, corrected, rebuked, encouraged, instructed, Lord, let our hearts be open to receive, Father God, what you have to say to us this morning through the preaching of your word, through your vessels, holy and acceptable, Lord. We bring our bodies as a living sacrifice here this morning. Father, forgive us of all unrighteousness and wash us and cleanse us afresh. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Cool. So kids, see Israel here at the front. Don't go away yet. He didn't know this, but I need him to help me. We're going to imagine this morning that um, Israel represents Jesus. And we're all invited to be his followers, okay? To be his disciples. And so anybody who's preschool age or in primary school, I would love you to come up and stand around Israel now. 
okay? Because I need you to help us with this obstacle course that we've got set out, okay? That's really good. If you're primary school age or you just fancy joining in, that's cool. Preschool age, please come on up so that he's got some disciples to work with. That's cool. Now then, what I felt the Holy Spirit um, whisper to me to challenge us with this morning is this. Who are you following? We all follow someone, you know. Some of us who are on Twitter follow several people, don't we? We see what they're saying, we want to know what they're thinking, we want to know what they're up to. But those who are called Christians are supposed to be following one called Jesus. And I just want to say, I mean, Israel's just standing here to represent him, so we've got a visual aid this morning. Being a follower of Jesus is both the most amazing privilege and joy and the most tricky thing I've ever tried to do. Because <laughs> he's full of promises and invitation. But there are great challenges to be a true follower. He's inviting us all. He invites the whole world, follow me. And he came 2,000 years ago and sent that invitation out with lots of signs and wonders. What good things did Jesus used to do when he was on the earth? Can you remember? He healed people. That's cool. I want to be around somebody who can make people better, don't you? What else did he used to do? Anyone else got an idea? He multiplied food so that you didn't remain hungry. That's a cool guy to be around. I'd love to have seen that, wouldn't you? What else? What else did he do? Heal people, multiply food. Anyone else got an idea? Yeah, he, he brought good news, the word of good news. He set people free from their troubles. That's good to see, isn't it? And he drove out evil spirits that were really giving people hassle and spoiling their lives. All of that was wonderful. So a guy like that's going to have a big following. However, don't you think it's interesting by the end of his three years of ministry? Um, from 30 to 33, three years of actual ministry that there was just a handful really around him still. Because though the invitation is full and free and full of promises and great blessings, following him is a challenge. So the game we're going to play today, guys, is invitation and challenge. And on the desktop, hopefully, there's a PowerPoint, Kev, that says invitation and challenge. And if you can 
Take us through the four stages on the PowerPoint. People will be able to see the Bible scriptures as we go through the game. Okay. Number one invitation that Jesus throws out is this. I am come that you may have life and have it to the... Let's do it again because that was pathetic. Number one invitation Jesus gives is, I am come that you may have life and you may have it to the full. Okay, that sounds good. I want to buy into that. Let's start at station number one. Come round here, guys. Can you see here it's got number one on? And in a minute, I'm going to ask our representation of Jesus to take out the unseal the envelope and take the invitation out. Now, all of you disciples here, kids, listen up. Once you start getting it out, Israel, that's great. Once he's got that out, we've read what the invitation is. I want you, this is your challenge, to try and stick with him. Stay connected. Follow him, in other words. Wherever Israel goes, I want you to try to stay connected. Connect to him, or if you can't actually hold his hand, hold someone's hand who's holding his hand, all right? So we don't want to get broken up and separated. That's the challenge. Okay, who's good at reading in this group? Me. Okay, can you read this out? I might need that mic, Alice. Can you bring it over? Who's going to read it? Okay, start on the other side. And can you face the people? And this is the invitation, Jesus. By the way, these four challenges are four of the easiest challenges I found in the Bible as to following Jesus. So we're, we're starting at level one here, okay? All right, off we go. Jesus says, follow me and... Turn over. Here's the challenge. I will make you fisher of men. Okay. The invitation is follow me. Okay, yeah, I'd like to follow someone like that. And here's the challenge. Repeat it one more time, the challenge. I will make you fisher of men. Fishers of men. Hence my little fishing net here. All right, that won't catch very many men. This is not about a dating agency. Just in case you were wondering, single ladies, single girls, it's not like looking for the guy who's going to be the love of your life. He's talking about something else. He's saying, if you follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Now, Israel, is being a fisher of men always easy? It's not always easy. Sometimes it's tricky. So, sometimes you've got to follow him to different places, to different people, to find the men that he's trying to connect to, to lead to Jesus. So disciples, I'd like you to try and keep this challenge. Okay, we say we're going to be obedient. We're going to learn how to be fishers of men. Stay connected, and Israel's going to weave in and out of our cones here, representing going to different places, to different people. So come on then, see if you can stay connected. He says, oh, come over to this person here. They live on the streets and they need to hear the good news. Oh, come over to your neighbor here. 
They're really sick. I would like you to pray for them. Oh, come over here to that person at school who's always left out and it isn't very cool. I'd like you to be their friend. Oh, come over here. This is the family member that's most difficult to love. I would like you to love them. All right. Now, I want one volunteer to pretend that you didn't want to do that. You didn't want to go to your neighbor, your family member, the person on the street. Some, somebody just pretending. Can you just volunteer for me who didn't want to do that? So I need you to stand and hold the net for me. Okay, thank you. Can you? You can even stand up on there. Hold the net. And you're just going to represent those of us who don't say yes to Jesus on that. We find it difficult and we get a bit disconnected. All right? We fell at the post of being a fisher of men. Thank you for pretending to do that. Just stay there for the moment. That's brilliant. All right? So, can you take us ahead to the scripture? Thank you, Kev. So that first invitation, come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. They put down what they were doing in order to follow Jesus. There's a challenge. I find that hard because I'm a task-oriented person. And if I've decided today I want to do A, B, and C, but Jesus wants me to be a fisher of men and has got in mind that I should meet somebody, spend some time with them, help them in some way. Sometimes I'm not very quick at dropping everything and doing that. That's a challenge. It'd be more of a challenge to some of us than others. Is he allowed in your day to say, come on, let's go do some fishing for men? Whoa. And so the challenge is Matthew 10 verse 7. Go. As you go. You see that word in capitals? Go. Preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Do the same things that Jesus was doing, look. Heal the sick. Somebody said that. Raise the dead. Oh, we forgot to mention he could do that. He's telling us to do that stuff. Outrageous. Cleanse those who've got leprosy. Drive out evil spirits. That's the challenge. Are we doing it? There might be a few more of us than just one getting dropped at this stage, possibly. But don't worry, there's mercy, there's hope. Don't, don't worry, all right? But be honest in our hearts, am I falling at that first post or am I continuing to be connected? Okay, just be honest with ourselves. So we've arrived at challenge two, gather round. Would you like to get that challenge out for us, Israel, please? What's the next challenge going to be? And we might need the mic again, Alice. Who's going to read this time? Different person's going to read. 
Queen's going to read. Can you turn around, Queen, so everybody can see Queen? And Alice, I'll hold your mic if you like. Jesus says, come to me, I will give you rest. Oh, that sounds like a nice invitation. Come to me and I will give you rest. What an invitation. To some of you young'uns, that might not sound so great, but to some of us older ones, like, that sounds great. That sounds really cool. Yes, I want to accept that invitation. Keep going, though, Queen. The challenge. Do Father's will. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father. Oh, that sounds a bit harsh. But that is actually the words of Jesus. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, who sings the songs on Sunday, enters the kingdom of heaven, but only those who... Do the will of my Father. So there's going to be done. There's doing to be done. Let's see what is the will of the Father. Could you open that up, Josh? What does it say on the outside? We might need the mic again. Show everybody. And tell them what it says. God's will. God's will. Now... Let me tell you, this doesn't include all of God's will. But I picked out a few pointers, and Josh is going to rattle them off for us. Mm. What is the will of the Father? These are all things that are written in the Bible that we know Jesus has told us, or the saints have told us, are the Father's will. Here we go, just a few of them. Love your enemies. Start again, say it louder, Josh. Love your enemies. Pray for those who... Persecute you. Well done. Give generously. Do not judge. Forgive those who sin against you. Honour your mother and father. Submit to one another. I'm going to ask Josh to do it again slower now. You did it brilliantly, Josh. All right. But go slow because higher so that we can actually think about each section as we go. Jacob's got some fantastic stories to show me. He's been drawing. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Give generously. Do not judge. Forgive those who sin against you. Honour your mother and father. Submit to one another. Mm. That's a, thank you. Can you give that back to Alice now? That's just a few of those things. You see, following Jesus isn't just about going, yeah, I like the sound of that invitation. And only wanting to embrace the promises and the blessings of that relationship. He's saying, if you're going to follow me, you're going to have to hang on tight because I'm going to do the will of the Father, Jesus says. So if you're going to follow me, you're going to need to do the will of the Father. And it's going to include things like loving your enemies. It's tough. Praying for those who call you names, who falsely accuse you. It's going to be honouring your father and mother. That's one of the hardest. Honour them, irrespective of whether they're good or bad. It's going to involve giving generously, 
submitting to one another. That, what, what does that mean? Anybody know? Got a clue, Megan, what submitting to one another might mean? Can you help her? Any ideas? You got an idea? Got an idea? Somebody tell us then, what does it mean to submit to one another? No one knows. Wendy? Yeah. Not insisting on your own way, but say, okay, we'll do it your way. That's hard. That's really hard. Don't have to do it my way. We could do it your way. Submit to one another. So, at that point, it can start to get tough. You might say, I don't want to love and pray for that person who's been really mean to me. Megan, can you imagine, just pretend, just pretend that you fell at that fence. You said, no, I can't do that, don't want to do that. Would you mind remaining here with with the um, God's will in your hand, okay? Um, let's pretend that at that point you, you just couldn't hold on to him for that moment, all right? The rest of us carry on. Oh, have I done the thing on the screen, Kev? I don't think we've done the thing on the screen. Come to me, all who are weary. This is this lovely invitation. Who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. And learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Beautiful invitation. But the other side is, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter, but only he who does. Are we doing the will of the Father? And Megan is representing for us where some of us fall at that post. Now, I need anybody whose last name is Mason, please, anybody with the name Mason, to come on up and stretch this parachute out over the ground. All of you, adults included. Come on. Come on, Team Mason. Can you open up the parachute and then hold it down really near the ground like this so that the straps are down low? Brilliant. Jesus and the disciples, this is, we're going to come to this next challenge. Come near us, though, Joe. Don't go past there. That's it. And go near the front. Now down low. Okay. So, to keep following Jesus, doing the will of the Father will involve us humbling ourselves. Getting down low. So the parachute is here to represent us deciding, I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm not going to insist on my own way. I'm going to get down low and stay connected. So you guys have all got to stay connected to him. All right? Don't lose grip. Get connected. And you're going to try and get right across the parachute to the other side while they hold it down low. Off you go. All right? Lead the way. I'll hold this side. Whoa. These ideas seem so good when I'm sitting in my armchair dreaming them up. Oh, oh, it's quite hard. You can't always see the way where you're going. And you've got to get down low. Who's still connected? Anybody still connected to Jesus in trying to do his will? Wow. Fantastic. 
Thank you, team Mason. Excellent job. You can retreat to your seats. That was great. Thank you. Would you like to just pop it in the box up there for me, Joe? Well, we've still got some connected to Jesus. That's good, isn't it? Invitation three. Can you get that one out for us, please? And could you put it up on the screen? The third one. Let's see, what's the third one say? Who's going to read this time? Jordan? Um. Can you let people see Jordan? That's it. And start with the invitation sign. Jesus said, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesus says, if anyone is thirsty, come to me and drink. Oh, that sounds a good invitation. Um, Give freely, you have received freely give. So the challenge is, whatever you've received, freely, say it again, Jordan. Freely you have received, freely give. Okay. So let's look at the invitation first. The invitation is lovely. Is anyone thirsty? Let him come to me and drink. So, any of you lot thirsty? Oh, yeah, we all want to have a drink, don't we? And look what it says on the bottle that he's pouring out. What does it say on the side there? Living water. Jesus said, come to me. I will give living water to anybody who's thirsty. No qualifications required. If you're thirsty, come and get a free drink. It's not going to cost you anything. You can have a drink of living water. And living water is excellent, isn't it, Dave? Is it the best stuff you've ever drunk? The best (laughs) stuff. Living water is the best stuff. He's got a name. He's called... No, the living water. Yes! Jesus is usually the right answer to these questions. (laughs) But on this occasion, I caught him out. The living water, Jesus said, is the Holy Spirit that he'll give us to drink and then out of our bellies will flow rivers of living water. So we only need to drink once and then forever that he will be flowing through us constantly, a flow of the Holy Spirit. And that's great. I think they've all had their fizzy water there. Some of them like it better than others. I I think Letitia's not too sure about fizzy water. But the challenge is, enjoy the drink, but are you ready to give a drink to somebody else who's thirsty? So who here is thirsty? Put your hands up, please. Okay, guys, can you get a clean cup? And Jesus will fill it up. And you've got to find somebody with their hands up. Only put a drop in Israel, all right? Jesus gives a lot, but we'll just do health and safety here. And um, put a drop in. We've got to be willing to be brave and go to those who are thirsty and give them a drink. And just like they might be a bit nervous to go up to somebody that they don't know that well and give the cup of water now, 
We all are commissioned with the same thing. What you've received freely, are we constantly ready to go and give it away? Not once a year on mission. What we've received, Joel really wants a drink over there. I see that hand. Have we run out of cups? Sorry. Fortunately, Jesus never runs out. The Holy Spirit never runs out. So what we have to do when we've run out, we have to ask him for more, don't we? And keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. The best illustration would be if we just kept on doing that now all day (laughs) till we got the message. Because there's a beautiful free invitation for us But are we truly being a follower? Are we truly being a follower by also taking the challenge? When was the last time you gave somebody a drink? A refreshing drink of the Holy Spirit. Gave them some good news. Filled them up with some hope prayed for them, gave away something that Jesus has given to you. What's he given to you? What's your personal gift from the Lord? Did he set you free from feeling guilty about something? Did he lift you up when you were feeling rubbish? Did he fill you with joy in the Holy Spirit? When's the last time you gave it away? So that's the challenge. Now, I want one of you to pretend that you wouldn't go and take a cup. That's going to be Josh. Brilliant. So Josh, sit there and hold that bottle. Thank you very much. So unfortunately, Jesus' followers are getting fewer Can you work that out as we go across? Okay? As we find the challenges tricky. And as I said, this is the base level. Beginner's level. All right? Now, come on then. Stay connected. Stay connected to him. We're coming to the fourth and final one for today. And who's going to read this one out? Can Letitia read that? No. Okay. She could try. Would you like to try, Letitia? No, that's all right. You don't have to. Can you face everyone? That's lovely. Here's the invitation. Jesus says, take, eat. This is my body. Okay. Live life in, in love co- uh, covenant. So the challenge is, let's say that one more time. The challenge is... Live life in the love covenant. Live life in the love covenant. Love one another as I loved you. Brilliant. Thank you. Can you give the mic back to Alice? Would you mind sitting on the steps there with Jesus for a moment so that we can see what the visual aid is down here? 
And could we please put the next verses up where we're exploring what it is to live life in the love covenant. There's another, another slide yet, I think, Kev. Thank you. All right. Now, as you can see, we've arrived at this base, and there's a few visual aids. There's something down here on the little step there, a bowl and a towel. And there's also... Must be getting near a speaker, sorry. Um, also, a table laid with bread and grape juice here. And we're going to look at what Jesus is challenging us in this area. You might be saying to yourself, well, what does this word covenant mean? What is the covenant meal? Is it a word we use very much these days? Not really, is it? You don't hear it a lot. The best way I can explain what a covenant is, is if you think about the wedding ceremony. Susie got married to Richard yesterday, and they entered a covenant of marriage together. It was an agreement, a promise, a way of living together. And Jesus invites us in this life to the full to come in to a promised relationship, an agreement together, a way that we're going to relate together. And he has made his side of the promise sure already because he said, I promise you, that I'll love you and I'll never leave you. You will always be my child. And to seal that promise, I'll even shed my own blood and seal the promise in my blood. So he gave his whole life to say, this is how much I mean it. So you'll never be in doubt that I want the best for you and I love you. Because I've given my whole self into this promise relationship. Okay? So we know a covenant is an agreement, a promise sealed in his blood to last forever. He'll always keep his side. But if you look up on the screen, it says, Jesus invites us all to enter this covenant relationship with him. We're all invited and it comes as a free gift of his grace. It doesn't cost you anything. He says, just come and I'll receive you. The covenant is full of amazing promises, but also big challenges. So Susie and Richard gave great promises to each other yesterday in their marriage ceremony. They're now going to face the great challenges to keep in the covenant together. All right? And the same happens with us when we come to Jesus. He makes great promises to us, but there's going to be great challenges for us to stay in that relationship. Let's look at the next slide, and this is the last one, I think. Here we have the challenge of participation into the invitation he gives us. Jesus said these words, 
love the Lord with all your heart, not just a bit of interest, with all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, really love God. God's perfect, so in a way, he's easy to love. Here's the stumbling block. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's why I've got the bowl and towel here. It reminds me of something Jesus once did to his disciples. Do any of you know what Jesus once did using a bowl and something like a towel with his disciples? Any clues? Do you know? Hmm? Josh knows. Go for it, Josh. Jesus. Can you act this out, Israel? He noticed his disciples' feet were mucky and they needed cleaning. And usually that was the lowliest servant's job when everyone came in the house. And he didn't think, where's the foot washer? Call the foot washer. Where's the person who's on the team for foot washing? Bring them in. He himself noticed it needed doing. And he, though he was the King of kings and Lord of lords, the Son of God, this is how he loved. This is how he loved. So when he says, a new commandment I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. In the same manner as I've loved you, he's saying. So when I notice that you need something, I need to love you like that. When you notice I need something, you need to love me like that. None of us are too important to disqualify ourselves from loving like this. That's a huge challenge because sometimes the person who needs their foot washing, I'm talking figuratively, is somebody you don't really like very much. He did it even to Judas, didn't he? He washed the foot of the one he knew would betray him. Are you getting touched by that love of Christ? And so this is the challenge to live in the love covenant. He says, I want you to come and eat of me, drink of me. I'll give my whole self to you. Fantastic invitation. I want to be filled with the person of Christ Jesus. He's the best thing that has ever happened to me. And that's a free gift. I can come, I can take, I can eat, I can receive whatever I need from him at this table. But I mustn't forget that there's another side. As I am loved, I need to love 
So the fourth challenge is the challenge of love. It's an amazing challenge. An amazing challenge. And you know, probably if we were all honest, I'm not going to do this, but if I were to say, let's put up our hands if we've fallen at any of these posts, don't you think we would all probably have to put our hands up? So what I want to preach today is this. The invitation is real, genuine, true, life to the full, brilliant, yes. Come, receive. Take, eat, yes, do it, do it. But don't let's have a deaf ear to the challenges of remaining connected. Because we don't want to get to the end and find that we've followed our own way or we followed someone else and got disconnected from the one that we took that decision in the first place to follow there's mercy today so as we come to the table and we're all invited to that table we're all invited come and receive whatever it is we need let's First reflect and say, do you know, Jesus, I think I got a bit disconnected. I've been thinking it's someone else's job to be a fisher of men. I've thought it's somebody else's job to be doing the will of the Father. It's a long time since I've given anyone a drink. I don't know what it's like to love with that servant heart like you've loved me. Please forgive me. Do you know, the moment we acknowledge that, he wants to run and go, that's okay. Come on, take my hand. Let's try again. (laughs) But we'll go through the challenges. He'll take us back through hold our hands again and say let's have another go let's have another go let's have another go so in a moment I'm going to invite Alice up to explain to us how we're going to take communion but perhaps one thing you might like to do before approaching that table is to gather around one of these bases thank you guys for representing everyone you can go back to your seats for the moment just leave the the visual aids on the on the tables what you might want to do before you come to the table is perhaps gather around one of those bases and pray for a moment lord teach me how to be a fisher of men lord make me willing to give a drink to someone who's thirsty this week help me to do it Lord, I've not been honouring my mum and dad and I want to find out how to do that. Help me, Holy Spirit. And I'll ask a ministry team member to place yourself at each one of those bases as well. You can just bless people as they do business with the Lord. They haven't got to talk to you about it, just bless people as they do 
business with the Lord. And that's going to be our prayer time today, our ministry time. And then we'll take communion. Thank you, Alice. Thank you so much, Alice. That was great. Okay, now... Everybody is welcome that we've just heard. There, that invitation is to everyone. And if you would like to come and share communion with us today, with the family today, then you are most welcome. Parents, we honour your authority to take responsibility for your children. If you feel they are ready to um, show that commitment to that relationship with God, then go and take communion with them. Okay, so I would invite you now to come up, take some bread, take some juice, share it with one another or take it yourself as a symbol as representation of the relationship which we commit to with God mindful both of the wonderful blessings that God wants to give his children like a good father and also like Heather has has explained the challenges that we know we'll face okay great come on up come and get some communion have a great possible to put a CD on just in this moment.